You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Welcome to episode 8 of Cinematic Blind Spots with your hosts, I'm Adam and I'm Josh. And today we're talking about a teen comedy from 1995 that tells you what every teenager goes through. This is this <laughs> Adam you I hate you so much. I hate you so fucking much right now. Oh, as <laughs> if. <laughs> we are I... talking about Clueless today, oh. guys. Oh god. Oh, dear God. <laughs> oh, come on. This movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 79% and an audience score of 76%. So, it's not all bad, is it, Adam? Oh, that's all relative, I think. <laughs> I remember my sister loving this movie when we were kids. Because I was like... See, this came out in 95, so I wasn't even 10 years old yet. Yeah. She was probably 11. So, yes, to look up to to see a, a quote-unquote teenage girl with this particular lifestyle in this movie that they're talking about, yeah, I can see why my sister would have loved it. And you should have watched it. You would have loved it, too. I don't think so, man. I really don't. I mean... So, l- t- tell us more about this movie. Okay, so... This movie stars Alicia Silverstone. Do you know her from anything other than... I, I know you've seen Batman and Robin. Yeah, I've seen Batman other and Robin. Other than that, do you know? Not that I can think of, no. Really? No? Because, no. like, to me, she's pretty famous, but when I think about it, this is what I know her from. Almost everyone in this movie, at least all the, most of the main characters, when you look them up on IMDb, their known for section has got Clueless in it. Yeah, I mean, it does. Except Paul Rudd. Because <laughs> I did see... I mean, obviously, yeah. Obviously, I saw Batman and Robin with her in it. Mm-hmm. That probably helped tank her career. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. be- but before this movie, which I guess is what helped get her the role, she had done the crush. I didn't see that till later with Carrie Ellis, mm-hmm. and she was in like two or three different Aerosmith music videos, which I also saw later, like Crying, Crazy, and I want to say there was a third one. I didn't write it down. Oh, she was in Blast from the Past. I did see that. Okay, I have not seen that. That that was an all right movie. She um. was in a show recently, like I think it was either last summer on Paramount called American Woman. I didn't watch it, though, so I don't know if it's any good or not. Mm-hmm. Then you have Stacy Dash, who played Dion. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen her in anything. Yeah, I was like, other than the movie, she was in all 62 episodes of the Clueless TV show as mm-hmm. Dion. She was in Mo Money with Damon Wayans, but really, other than that, I didn't see anything. And Renaissance Man with Damon. Wasn't that Damon Wayans again? I don't... I didn't, I no, guess, wait, that was Danny DeVito. Damon Wayans was Major Payne. Yes. Um, okay, no, I didn't see Renaissance Man either, I don't think. She was in Sharknado 4. Well, I definitely <laughs> saw that, but there, there's so many cameos going in and out of those Sharknado movies that they don't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> They're just quick. You might get a minute screen time if that. Okay, she was in an episode of American Dad, so I, I've at least seen that. At least heard the voice. Yeah, at least heard the voice. <laughs> then you have the, the big name from this movie is Paul Rudd, mm-hmm. obviously. Well, yeah, Brittany Murphy. Brittany, I, I remember I mean, the, the name Brittany Murphy. Really? Like I have, I haven't even really seen her in that much. I was to say, what? Yeah, what do you know her from? Well, Sin I, City. I, yeah, I've seen Sin City. I've seen Just Married. Okay. Um, you seen Eight Mile? Because that's no, the I, other I, one I actually I have think not of. seen Eight Mile. Eight Mile might be a good one because that's a good movie. Yeah, I, I, I like Eight Mile. I, 
I have learned more about Eminem, you know, growing up in a super conservative, conservative uh, white family, Christian white family, Eminem rap was not allowed. Well, see, but now I, as an adult, I have listened to a lot of right. his older music and I know a little bit about him. I, w- I probably would like that movie. See, I think I listened to Eminem when I was young, mm-hmm. but it was because my mom didn't know who he was. So she didn't know what I was listening to. She didn't keep up with current music. So I got to listen to stuff that I probably wouldn't have been allowed if I ever let them listen to one while I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't know. So yeah. my, my parents, especially my dad, my parents were uh, very judicious of the, the music I listened to. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah. So, yes, Paul Rudd was in this as Josh. Mm-hmm. So I was attracted to that. <laughs> <laughs> you have Jeremy Sisto. You know him? Jeremy Sisto. He played Elton, the rolling with the homies. I know him because oh. he was in Wrong Turn. Okay, yeah, that's I don't why I anything. know him. He was um, also in um, a movie called May that might be a good one to watch. Mm-hmm. Kind of a modern day Frankenstein type tale in hmm. a way. Oh yeah, I I I, I saw the uh, the poster for that one or the picture. I've I've seen that picture before. I've just never seen the movie. But it's funny now because like he's in a show FBI. He's definitely a much older guy in this. He's just he's twenty at the time of this movie, so mm-hmm. he's not too old. But he's still playing like 15, 16 years old. Right. We also have Donald Faison, which I immediately recognize. I'm like, oh, it's Petey from, um, well, the first thing I ever saw him in was Remember the Titans. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, Scrubs. I was going to say, that was his other big thing was Scrubs. Scrubs. He was pretty big in Scrubs. That was a big show. He was. He was in all all seasons of Scrubs. Elisa Donovan, who I thought I knew very well, Mm -hmm. but turns out I only know her from this movie. Because she did the Clueless show, and I noticed she did a whole bunch of dog movies, like the yeah. dog who saved Christmas, yeah, saved Christmas the, Vacation, saved Halloween, the, Spooky Buddies. She's like, a, she must be a real dog person. <laughs> so, but the director is pretty famous, Amy Heckerling. Mm-hmm. She directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High, another classic '80s teen comedy. Uh huh. She also directed the first two Look Who's Talking movies. I think I remember seeing. The first look who's talking, or maybe, wait, was the first look who's talking just just the boy? I think it's just the boy. Okay, because I remember was the, I remember the, the one with the boy and the girl. The okay, that's the second one. Because I I distinctly remember them um, leaving like a burning apartment or something like that. See, I can't remember which one it is. The thing I remember most from those movies is the scene. I think it's the first one where the boys trying to learn to go potty. Yeah, yeah. And the and the potty monsters. Give me your pee pee and your poo poo. And I was like. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So this movie had a budget of twelve million. It made fifty six point six million domestic. Mm-hmm. So did pretty good. And yeah. and I saw it on HBO and I noticed and then after that it played on TBS a lot. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure it made plenty of money just from just from yeah, from cop, that. uh you know, royalties. That's <clears> the word. <throat> so new segment I want to introduce Adam. I want to call this Who Could Have Been Who? Who could have been who? Who okay. could have been who? Yeah. So this is going to be actors that maybe became famous later that auditioned. Uh-huh. Or in the case of this first one, Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. He actually auditioned for the role of Elton. Really? Yes. Didn't get that. Auditioned for the role of Christian, the gay best friend, who we didn't mention because I don't have his name down, uh-huh. actually. And this was the funniest one. He auditioned for the role of Murray because after reading the script, he assumed it was a white teenager who was trying to be a rapper. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. So some of the other ones, Reese Witherspoon auditioned for Cher. 
Really? Yes. And and it's not like she wasn't a nobody because she had been in roles when she was a child. Uh huh. Like I think Paper Moon or something like that. She was in some movie called that. Yeah. I know she was in some stuff. And I read that I, I don't know why, but she, uh, Alicia Silverstone didn't even have to audition for the role of Cher. Huh. So I didn't find any more else on that. Uh, Terrence Howard auditioned for the role of Murray. Oh my God, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Renner auditioned for the roles of Christian and Josh. No way. Yes. Now this, keep in mind, I had seen Jeremy Renner in National Lampoon Senior Vacation. Uh huh. So he was actually the perfect age for it. But it's funny to think now, because obviously he's Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, you know Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Yeah, she she uh, auditioned for Amber and Cher. Owen Wilson and Seth Green both auditioned for the role of Travis, who was... B- the stoner guy? Yes. Oh, of course. Stoner. Of course. Yes. <clears throat> you know Leah Remini? She auditioned for Ty, the role of Brittany Murphy that uh-huh. Brittany Murphy had. She was in, like, King of Queens. She got into Scientology real big and now is out and is trying to expose Scientology now. Oh, and then the last one was Lauren Hill auditioned for the role of Dion. Huh. So, yeah, there's some pretty big names. Yeah. Auditioned for these roles that didn't get them. And Lauren Hill, I don't know how big her music career was at this point, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure Sister Act 2 was out and she was in that. Yeah. So she was somebody. Was somebody. In these, okay. Or at least about to be. If she wasn't, it was coming very you wanna soon. Want to be somebody? If you want to go somewhere, <laughs> you better wake up and pay attention. There you, there you go. <laughs> So, Adam, what'd you think about these opening credits? This was probably the most 90s intro I have ever well, seen. So, what did it remind you of? Because it, it's stolen directly. I can tell you where, if you don't know. This this intro is stolen directly from Beverly Hills 90210, the show. Oh, see, that see, is I didn't how watch they that. shot it. I didn't watch that. that. The way they shot that, like you see Cher driving mm-hmm. and stuff like that, those, the way those are shot, mm-hmm. that is the opening to Beverly Hills 90210, which... Makes sense, because this movie takes place in Beverly Hills, yes, I guess. it does. Um, Playing Kids in America. Uh-huh, we're the kids in America, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't so, remember these opening credits. You didn't? No. That, okay. was, that was something surprising. They were pretty brief. <clears throat> they were, some, but um, I, knew, I remember when I saw Cher driving in the opening credits, mm-hmm. that's what caught me, because I knew something coming later mm-hmm. that was a big plot point of this movie. So it was kind of, I, I didn't remember that she drove so early in this movie. Right. Well, in the beginning of the movie, when she's doing her opening monologue, she's talking about, yeah, my daddy bought me a new Jeep Wrangler, yeah. and I don't even have a license yet. And she's still driving around, like, crashing yeah, and I was shit. like, oh, okay, because I remember that coming later. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay then. So the first note I made of this movie <laughs> yeah. was right after she said, I live a pretty normal life for a, life for a teenage girl. And my immediate thought was, how the hell is this normal? She yeah. has, she lives in this big ass mansion. Her daddy yep. is some kind of big high powered lawyer. Yep. She has a an automated closet and a computer terminal where she picks out her her and it, and it shows her what she's gonna look like. Yeah, what in she's the clothes like in her clothes, <laughs> so that she knows. And like, how the hell is that normal? And her dad, played by da- Dan. Hadaya, I think mm-hmm. it's he. I know him from Adam's family. Uh-huh. I don't know what else. I, I know he's been in other stuff, but that's where I know him from. Oh, he's in he's in the Usual Suspects, Mulholland Drive. Um, oh, okay. I don't remember him in Usual Suspects. Might not have been a very big part. They might not have. All right, so he does have a line that I like. Early on in the movie, where he said something about you divorce wives, not children, because because he he mentions that her stepbrother is coming, right? And she hates this guy. Like, oh, why does he have to come here? You're not even married to his mom anymore. Blah blah blah. And he says, honey, you divorce wives, not children. 
And uh, then we get, the, yeah, then we get the shot of her driving her brand new white Jeep. I mean, she looks like a fucking Barbie doll in this thing. It, if it was pink, it would have been perfect. That Jeep, <laughs> if everything would have been perfect. And she's, uh, yeah, she's a wonderful driver for not having Immediately a license. Immediately hits the mailbox. Yeah, hitting mailboxes, not stopping for stop signs, all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I, I could feel my brain shrinking. <clears throat> As I was watching this movie, and then this is where we meet we meet Dion, her yes. friend. Yes, and I made the note that her hat looked like some kind of plastic bucket turned upside down. Yeah, on her that head. that may have been what it was. <laughs> I, I think this movie might have been what got my sister into fashion. You know, because I remember her. You know, I rem- I remember the outfit that Ali- that Alicia Silverstone was wearing that yellow jacket okay. with the I don't know if it was plaid or what it was All like. Right. Yeah, it's plaid. It's plaid. Yeah, they're like uh, I can't. I actually read that there's like fifty-seven different versions of plaid outfits in this movie. Holy, <laughs> hell. something like that. Yeah, uh, uh, I think because I saw this movie when I was eleven or twelve, I, I just had a major crush on Alicia Silverstone, which is probably why mm-hmm. I like it. Because I gotta admit, watching this as an older man, I'm watching all these teenagers. I'm not. I don't. Obviously, I'm not getting those kind of feelings. So yeah. It's not quite as good a movie as it was back in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't aged well. When it's one of those, and I have plenty of those those movies where you go like, "Oh my god, I love this movie," or "I love this show." When I was a kid, and you go back and watch, and you're like, "What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> I had terrible taste when I was a kid." So, um, you know, I'm I'm starting to hear things that like I have not heard in so long. Like as if, <laughs> whatever, whatever, you know, and like, oh god, it's so so bad. Um, and that, and then we um, we meet. See, I had the hardest time for the first bit of this movie figuring out if this girl was in high school or in college, because she she makes a, a note or she says something in her inner monologue about why would you date a high school guy? They're all so clingy. Yeah, that's the first time she goes as if as if yeah, because this guy comes up and, and kisses her or, or puts his arm around her and she's like as if walking yeah. away. Um, this is where we meet Donald Faison or, or Murray. And yep. I was like, so, and he's got braces in this movie. <laughs> he's hilarious. Uh, he may, he may be one of the best parts of this film. Um, so we get her in, um, we get a shot of her in her debate class and the teacher is, you know, um, Wallace, Wallace, is it Wallace Shawn? Wallace Shawn yeah. Yes. Wallace Shawn, who I always call Rex because he was the voice of Rex in Toy Story. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. That was just his, yeah. he was like, hey, it's Rex. You know, the first time I actually saw him in a movie, I'm like, that's Rex. Because <laughs> that's just his voice. That's just him talking. Um, and, and he's the teacher, and he wants them to do a debate against something about, um, something about, like, refugees from Haiti. And <laughs> Reese Witherspoon, or not Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Cher, we'll just call her Cher, <laughs> gets up and starts talking about the Haitians. <laughs> The Haitian. Which is how she really said it, and the director loved it. So Seriously? It. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's just how she ha- she thought it was pronounced. Maybe, maybe I already knew how it was pronounced because I played uh, GTA Vice City, but I knew that it was Haitians. It's yeah. not supposed to be Haitians. Yeah, I can't say when I learned that, but I definitely knew it was Haitians. Now, <laughs> I, there's, there's a line where this one guy raises his hand. Was it was it um, Elton who said, well, I can't find my Cranberries CD. I need to, it's like, I need to go out outside and see if I can find it or something. Yeah. Was well, that was that Elton or was that someone I think, else? I think it was Elton. Okay, because yeah, he's, he's always, always raising his hand and just saying stupid shit that yeah. has nothing to do but with I thought, what's happening. I thought one thing I thought was funny is like during her speech, you're seeing people around the class, right? Uh huh. And you got some uh, Travis fixing his skateboard, uh-huh. putting got, stickers on it. Yeah, you got Murray looking at his beeper. You got some. You got one girl brushing her teeth. You don't. She's not a major character in the yeah. movie, but 
And then you have this other girl that's like massaging around her nose because she's just had a nose job done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I kept like, seeing her with the, with the bandages around her nose. I'm like, did, did she hurt herself? Or? And I was like, no, she had a nose she job. She had a nose job. Okay. Absolutely. That's right. This is Beverly Hills. This is a normal teenager life. So Cher gets a great response from the class. And this is when Amber delivers the whatever mm-hmm. line. And uh, they, they, is, this, is this when they started passing out um, report, report cards? cards? Yes. I have never in all my years seen a handwritten report card. I mean, but this 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 made me laugh so much because he's giving out report cards. It's report card time, mm-hmm. and he has no idea who this guy is, Christian. Yeah. He's like, who is Christian? I'm like, if you're giving out report cards, you he should have been in class at some point. <laughs> yeah, you should know him by now. And then I had to laugh because Travis gets his report card and immediately tries to jump out of the window. And they're like on the, on the ground floor. It's like, oh, no, I'm going to kill myself. And, and Wallace, Sean says this line says, could suicide attempts please be postponed until next period? <laughs> I love that line. That was great. Um, Cher's upset. She got a C in debate. Yeah, she got a C in debate. And she's walking down the hallway talking on her phone. And this, for some reason, like, when I'm watching movies with my girlfriend, you know, she will notice, oh, look at that old-fashioned. Look at that, you know, 90s. Did you watch or... this with her? No, no, we did Oh, not. okay. But, like, when we watched, um, what was it, uh, Love Actually, I think, okay. back around Christmas time. And she's like, oh, that old-fashioned, that old haircut. And I'm like, I'm always looking at old technology in these movies. <laughs> and these phones they have Holy shit, these it's, phones are so old. It's 95. Uh-huh. Because that, that, those were the right... I mean, she that's living high back then. Yeah, that was... That you that, had a cell phone. Yeah, because I remember, I remember my dad's first phone, the first cell phone he had. It was one of those big Motorola flip phones that you could break a window with. Um, <laughs> but yes, Cher and Dion are talking on the phone to each other as they're, as walking, they're walking and meeting side up. by side in the same <laughs> hallway, yes. Um, then we, we get inner monologue about Cher's mother said she was a Betty, which I'm guessing is some kind of a term for just like a, I, I don't know, a really beautiful woman. Yeah. Beautiful. I, I assume that cause I think it goes back to like Betty page. Maybe when you, I think that's the reference. Okay. Maybe, um, you find out she, her mother died when she was... <laughs> I, I laughed so hard at that line. A fluke accident during a routine liposuction. <laughs> yeah, that's totally a normal way to die. Oh, uh, and before that, though, when she's you first see you're seeing the house from the outside, she's mm-hmm. like, "It's a classic house. The columns date all the way back to 1972." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that is a classic house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at this point, I, I had to make this line, this this note because I had this thought: like, this movie is like watching a real life Barbie doll playset. <laughs> it really is. And now we find the part of the movie that, to me, makes it at least watchable, and that is the introduction of Paul Rudd as the stepbrother Josh, but also creepy. Also creepy. I'm sorry, this 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 is. I, I, got, I remember thinking it was strange when I was young, mm-hmm. but it is creepy now. <laughs> what the, the the what that him him being the stepbrother. I the know stepbrother? it's a stepbrother, mm-hmm. but it's just weird to me. And he's, I mean, what he's six seven years older. Something because like she's that. fifteen in this movie. Yeah, she's supposed to be fifteen. She's we, eighteen, but she's playing fifteen. Mm-hmm. And um. And I mean, he's close to going to law school, so he's got to be. He's, yeah, he's got to be at least twenty-two. Yeah, maybe. So, so yeah, if she's supposed to be fifteen, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I, yeah, that would be very creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. Um, so, and um, yeah, this, he's in the kitchen. She, this first time we see him, he's just drinking orange juice straight out the jug. Yeah, because he's so comfortable being there. Yeah, he he's kind of a hippie, kind of a save the whales kind of a person. I accidentally wrote doesn't love there. <laughs> doesn't love there. there. Yeah, probably doesn't love there. <laughs> probably not. Uh, this um, and, and another thought I had here is this may be the most appropriately named movie ever. 
<laughs> because this girl really is clueless. She keeps talking about how other people are clueless, but she doesn't realize how clueless she is. Um, she is trying. She's like, oh, I can talk my way out of any bad grade, Damn. which is like, okay, nowadays they would call that white privilege. Yes, yes, <laughs> because the dad wants to see the report dad card. Dad wants to see the report card. She's not ready to show him yet because mm-hmm. she's, she's got some talking to do. Right, so what is she doing? She is trying to hook up her debate teacher with this other teacher. Miss um, Geist. Yes, Miss Geist. Who? What? What was? What? What was she teaching? Was it like what was drama? She or, I forget what she was teaching. Yeah, I can't remember either. But she's another one of these teachers that like is supposed to be ugly, but as soon as she takes off her glasses, she's kind of hot. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's totally realistic. Um, her name in the credits is Miss Toby Geist. Really? Like Toby? Okay, Miss then. Toby Geist. Um, yeah, because they mention the the PE teacher, I think it was, and they're like, "No, she's she's not interested in, no. in guys." And yeah, <laughs> right. she's she's. This I love that they say that the, the Mr. Hall before mm-hmm. they mention Mr. Geist, he needs a boink fest. He needs a boink fest. Yeah, yes, he does. I'm like, yeah, good good luck with that. Um, so oh, I love this scene. Is this the tardiness scene? Yes. Oh yeah. my goodness, going through everyone's tardies. Yeah, and one guy has like sixteen. But Travis, the skateboard guy, uh-huh. has thirty-eight tardies. Yeah, and of course this prompts him to give a speech. Yeah, it's like an, it's like an acceptance speech at the Oscars. Like I didn't think I could pull it off, but I just knew if I kept trying. I mean, he's like he's like really inspirational. I want to thank my parents for never taking me to school. <laughs> the L.A. bus drivers who took a chance of an unknown kid, and most of all McDonald's for making those great egg McMuffins without which I would never be tardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great thing. Yeah, it was. That was really great. Now, um, <clears throat> and then Cher has two tardies. Yeah, when she gets one knocked off because she's, uh, she's on her period. Oh. I, I can't remember exactly how she worded it. Okay, but he takes it off then. <laughs> and then she's like, "Miss Geist was right about you. You are nice to start planting. Yeah, that start seed. planting those little seeds." Because she, had, they had wrote a note that said, "Secret admirer from to Miss Geist." Yeah, and, le- so, and left a, and left a rose in her yeah, in her yeah. mailbox or something. Um, now was it Josh who was talking about having a celebrity tree planting ceremony or something? Who was that? Or was it, was it her? Yes. Cause I wrote down, they talked about Marky Mark to plant a celebrity tree. Yep. And I was like, oh, he was still Marky Mark back yeah, then. He yeah. wasn't Mark Wahlberg yet. The funky bunch. <laughs> the funky bunch. <laughs> See, I did not know he was a rapper until like. He was an underwear model. Something like, or and an underwear model. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that about him until. Until it had been a while. Because I, I think the first movie I ever saw Mark Wahlberg in was The Italian Job. But the reason he's talking about that, this is where he's teaching Cher to drive. Because we learned that she's had her third notice on her driving no, ticket for driving, I should say. Uh-huh. And she doesn't even have a license. Right. She's got to learn to drive. So she's like, a licensed driver who has nothing to do? Where will I ever find one? And mm-hmm. it's Josh. Because he's yeah. sitting out there chilling. Yeah, he's just sitting outside. <clears throat> and and she has this line where she says, would you call me selfish? And he says, not to your face. <laughs> <laughs> or was, I can't remember if he was the one who said that line or not. Oh, no, no. Because he told her he'd die of shock if she did anything that wasn't at least 90% oh, right. selfish. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, because then she goes to the next day of class. She acts like it's no big deal. Mm-hmm. But she's obviously worried about it because that's when she asked Dion about it, if she would call her selfish. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and I made this note. Who is this random dude in class who keeps leaning over and kissing her, or like, or kissing her from be, like from the seat behind her or something? I guess that was That's Elton. Elton. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So obviously he wants her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want high school boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Elton that keeps doing that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then we get this wonderful scene 
uh, a PE class where they're uh, playing tennis, tennis. and yeah. they're having a having a machine pitching it to them. And one of the girls says something about, "Oh, I just got a nose job. I have a do- I have a note from my doctor. I can't have any balls flying at my face." <laughs> and this other girl says, "Well, there goes your social yeah, life." Yeah, Amber said that, and yeah, Dion says, "There yeah, goes your social that life." That was a sick burn. I will, <laughs> I will give them that. Because Dion doesn't do the tennis because she has her own personal instructor who says he doesn't want her learning anywhere else. Right, right. And Cher goes up and just stands there and talks to the PE teacher while the balls fly. Doesn't yeah. hit a single one and gets out of it. And it's like, yeah. okay, your turn's done. And yeah. now we are introduced to Brittany Murphy's character, Ty, yes. who shows up and is this very homely-looking girl, not dressed... Well, you know, look at in the mid-90s, you know, that definitely has that, that grunge look. Yeah. Like, you would think she's definitely going to be into Nirvana and Pearl mm-hmm. Jam. Yeah. yeah. But she's from New York, I think, or somewhere. She, she's got a, she's got an East, East Coast accent, yes. while everyone else has that West Coast Valley Girl style <clears throat> of talking. And she's talking like this, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she tells them, she's like, you guys talk like grown-ups. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what, the, who the, what kind of grown-up talks like that? Really? <laughs> I guess compared um, to her. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so they were like, oh, we, we owe it to this girl to give her a makeover. She's totally, we, clueless. She's totally clueless. Yeah. We, oh, and she's like, she's going to be our project. We're such nice people. We're going to give her a makeover. And she, so there you see them working out in front of the TV and she says something about my buns. Don't feel nothing like steel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and now I, 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 I didn't, I didn't do a very good job of taking notes for this movie, but, um, oh, I love that when she's on the, uh, She's uh after that buns of steel scene. Chairs mm-hmm. talking to Josh. She, Ty sits on the couch and is singing the entire Mento song. Yeah. And yeah. I, but my note was that that couch looks so huge cuz she's an adult and she's sitting back on it and her feet are barely hanging off the edge of this couch. Uh, how old was Brittany Murphy when they made this movie? 17. Okay, she was 17. She, she was, was 17. More, she was more so close she was, to actual yeah, age. She was pretty much age, yes. Okay. Cuz um, I think cuz there's a line about when's your birthday? Oh, mine's in May. Well, mine's in April. So being the older one here, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, that month makes the world of difference. Makes a total world of difference. <laughs> and I think she asks Josh about like, you know, what's something I can do to help people, or what's something I can do to, 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 uh, yeah, to help help people in need or something like that. And he says, "How about sterilization?" <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a point. Of, like, I like Josh a lot. I really do. Um, I think we're back at school. This is mm-hmm. where uh, Ty meets Travis for the first time in the lunch line. Right. Yeah. You know, they're they're similar. Yeah, they're you know? very similar. They're perfect for each other. He's making. He's talking. He's going on talking about. Yeah, I'd like to redo my skateboard with like just a Marvin the Martian. Uh, picture yeah, on her and, and she's like oh i could draw marvin the she's Martian. already drawn marvin she has sketches of yeah marvin she's got the all these sketches of him yeah. in her in her book so but of course she tells sharon dion about travis and mm-hmm. they, they do not and they're like oh no 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 no, no, no. no. not not even close um this movie does have a great soundtrack i can say that about it there's a lot of fun music in it you know we we open with kids in america i think we I think there's a um no doubt in there somewhere and i think the cranberries too uh, some pretty good music in it um now, is it, these these are just some. Uh, well, this some, is where they they do perform the makeover on time. Yeah. So like you see them washing her hair. They're washing the dye, and it is blood, blood red. red yeah, coming it's, out. it's like something. It looks like Psycho, like all this blood course, going down the sink. Yeah, and of course they're playing. Wanna be a supermodel? Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and just yeah, it's 
she, she they put her in this in this outfit with like a bare midriff and she's like really afraid of yeah of, of wearing anything like that no because yeah because she's wearing pretty much mostly long sleeves mm-hmm. definitely covering everything up mm-hmm. so yeah this is makes her very uncomfortable now I, I made this note it says get out of my chair and I can't remember who said that Mel, the Mel. dad. Okay, the, the dad. Yeah, his dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. That was it. They were they were sitting down to dinner, and Ty, and Ty was sitting, and he just walked. He's like, "Get out of my chair!" <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Wow, what a guy, what a guy!" Um, and and of course, he's like, "No cell phones at the table." But then his phone rings, and starts talking on it. So then then Cher starts talking yeah. on her phone. Does Ty have a phone at this? I point? don't think Ty. I don't does. think she did. No. Oh, um, we have, and, and then and. I forget who it was, but someone in the show had someone in the movie had a beeper and a cell phone. Now anybody, Murray. Any, yeah, Murray. Okay, Murray. that was Murray. it, Murray. Yep. Now for anybody listening to this who doesn't know what a beeper is, I know that's entirely possible. It makes me feel like a like a fossil. <laughs> a beeper before everyone had cell phones was a little device you would wear on your hip, and if someone wanted to call you, they would call this number and then put in their phone number, and you would get a message. It would it would beep, and you would say call this number. Yep. So before everyone had phones, that then was what it was. you had to go find this ancient device called a pay a phone. A pay phone, yes. <laughs> Who still has those? Um, I, I actually, okay, when I was teaching in Japan, I had an adult student who, who, of course, he didn't know what the term pager meant. He said in Japan they called it a pocket bell. Oh, um, okay. But, yeah, I had to explain to him what it was, but he, he knew what they were. But, you know, kids today, they're like, pager? What's a pager? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, not every, you know, before we had phones, before everyone had a phone in their pocket, this was what we had to use. Um, so we go to this party scene, and the girls decide, um, Cher and Dion decide that Ty would be perfect for Elton. Elton. Yep. Don't know why. Uh, but he's doing like a, he's doing this like really because he's one of the cool kids. Yeah, he's one of the and cool kids. They think she needs a boyfriend, so get him yeah. with one of the cool guys because and like Murray's already taken. Yeah, Murray's already taken. Travis you, is you, not we, considered a cool guy. He's not considered a cool guy, but we know he'd be perfect for this girl. Yes. And this is his part. He's the one that invites them to the party. Yeah, because they, um, they're not even going to go at first. Mm-hmm. And then they find out Elton's going to be um, there. Elton's dancing. His his dance skills are on point. He is oh good lord is, is that what counted for dancing in '95? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just sitting there on that, wherever they're sitting with the other girls doing the rolling with the homies. Yeah, yeah, doing that one. Um, <laughs> now, oh, who said who said it? Don't call my mom. Who was that? I forget who it was. I made that note. Someone, um, oh, someone at the party know. said, "Don't call my mom." Who said that? I did not write that. Oh, one you didn't down, write that one down. So okay, I, I don't know who wrote. It that. might have been. It might have been Elton. It might have been Travis. I can't remember who it was who said it. Um. Yeah, it was no. Travis. I think you're what, right. Was it? Was it? Who was it? Was it Murray? I it, for some oh, reason at this. I do remember what you're talking about. It's when it's Murray when shaving Murray his head. Murray is shaving his head, and it's like, and 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 Dion is losing her mind over. It's like he didn't have that much hair he to was, begin yeah, with. It wasn't a full head of hair. It wasn't a full head of hair, and he's shaving, and she's like, "Oh my God, you're gonna look so stupid. Why are you doing that? I'm calling your mom." He's like, "No, no, don't call my mom." Yeah. Okay. That's right. I do remember that now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, at this point, I, like I said, I make the note. Poor Travis. Ty obviously <laughs> likes him. Um, and when, uh, and one of the girls who is sitting on the counter, sitting on the table, when they're doing the rolling with the homies, she kicks her shoe off and hits Ty square in the face with it, knocks her out. Um, and well, before that, mm-hmm. we get the scene where um, Travis pours the beer onto Cher's shoes, mm. and he offers her a joint as an apology. Right. And Cher, who seems like she's against this, actually accepts this. Mm-hmm. Like they start smoking this, and then that's when they come. They play the suck and blow game. Oh yeah, 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 with the with the playing card or whatever. And I read that they could not get this 
game down when they were filming this. Really? They had to end up putting chapstick on everyone's lips to get the card to actually <laughs> stick. That's <laughs> so, funny. And, of course, Elton drops it on purpose so he and can so, kiss So Cher. he can kiss Cher. Yep. And she's like, oh, Elton, nah, nah, why you shouldn't do that. And it was like, <laughs> she is completely oblivious to the fact that he likes her. Yes. yes and and uh, she says something in, there, in her monologue. I think, what, what was it? She was... She she says it's a quote from A Tale of Two Cities, where she says it's a far far better thing doing stuff for other people. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not what he said, but okay. <laughs> um, and so they're they're all going home. The party's over. Elton wants to drive her home, and she puts Ty in the car with Dion to take her home. Well, have you been to L.A.? Not in a very long time. Because before they're leaving, she gets that call from her dad. Oh, right, right, It's like, you should be home in 20 minutes. Like, damn, I'm at the party. It's out in the valley or something like that. He's like, everywhere in L.A. takes 20 minutes. And I'm like, with all the traffic I hear about, I don't see that being possible. I think that's kind of the joke here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking so, too. The dad is making very unrealistic uh, (laughs) unrealistic expectations on the traffic. Now, so so Elton is taking her home, quote, (laughs) unquote. Because Cher says... Elton, I really want to see you settle down. They're 15 in this movie. Yeah. Why do they yeah. want to settle like, down? And he is driving around in this brand new Camaro. <laughs> Drop top Camaro. like, where? are you even old enough to drive now? <laughs> um, so he pulls over and tries to, tries to kiss her. She keeps pushing him away. And... She gets out of the car and, and just is like, leave me alone. She says it once. Yeah, she, loves, she says it once. And he takes off. Yeah. He does. <laughs> oh, I mean, gone. gone. And she, so, and immediately the line is, leave me alone. <laughs> hey, where are you going? <laughs> like, you told him to leave her alone. Uh, and then we get what may be the funniest mugging scene I've ever seen in a movie. This is out of the, out of the side of the screen, we get this gun at her head. Because she's, you know, she's she, calling a yeah, cat. she's calling a cat. Or she's calling Josh, I think. Did she call Josh first? Uh, no, she, she calls a cab. Oh, first. she calls a cab. Right, she ends so up she's having on her to phone. call Josh. Right, and um, yeah, this was this was two. This was ninety five. So cell phones automatically meant wealth. So this guy just steals her phone as soon as she gets it out. As soon as she tries and making I'm, a call, I'm on laughing it. though at how bright this parking lot seemed to be. Yeah, like, it's, it's very it's bright night. for being this late at night. <laughs> it's not very dark there. I mean, uh, so so then <laughs> then she's like, uh, and he's like, get on the ground. And she's like, I don't want to. This is what does she say? This a is totally a, important designer. Yeah. What What did she call it? It was a something dress. What did she call it? I forget. Uh, but it was the name of some designer. Yeah. I was like, I know she says that her outfit is totally important designer, and he's like, I'll totally shoot you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> so she like slowly gets down, and he's like, Okay, now now uh, uh, count count to a hundred, and thank you, and runs away. <laughs> he <laughs> says thank you after he mugs her, and she counts to like. Two and then immediately, like after he's gone, just gets back yeah, up. Yeah, because he took her phone. He and took her, her phone bag and everything and her bag. And now she, she has to call uh, Josh. Josh to come and get her. Josh is with his girlfriend, and and he's like, oh, I'm gonna go get Cher anyway. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he's in the bed with his girlfriend at this yeah, time. Yeah, at this time. So, so now they're all in the car together. He drops his girlfriend off at her house. Yeah, because they're having a, a lovely debate about Shakespeare. Yeah, because Cher knows that. <laughs> it's like. Do you even know Hamlet? And she's like, I don't know about Hamlet, but I know Mel Mel Gibson. Gibson. (laughs) And it was that ponyest guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And Josh does this little smile because he thinks, you know, you can tell he thinks she's cute, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. throughout this whole thing. So where is it? I think they're at the mall and they talk about going to see. No, no, no. It was, it was there at a diner somewhere and, and Ty is upset because, because, um, 
Elton didn't call her or something or yeah. something like that. Yep. And they're like, hey, let's go to the mall. Or, no, let's no, go they, see. Yeah, they're at school when yeah. that happens. Oh, they're at school They're, they're at lunch, yeah. Okay, I thought they were in a diner yeah, somewhere. Yeah, because no, cause they, they blow off the rest of the school. They're like, let's just blow okay, off the yeah, rest let's of the blow school off the rest and, of go the school the and go to the mall. Yep. Well, then they say something about let's go to the movies and see the new Christian Slater. Yeah. Which I'm one, I had to think, what would have been the new Christian Slater in 95? Not sure. I don't know either. <laughs> well, let's pump up the volume. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Um, so now they're, so then they're sitting in a diner. That's when they're sitting in a diner and they're yes. talking about it. And they mentioned that, sh- that Cher is a virgin. Yes. And <laughs> Dion says something about, no, the politically correct term is hymenally challenged or something like that. Like, okay. I got to give him credit. That was a good line. I don't know who wrote that. That was funny. We also find out Dion is technically a virgin. Technically so. a virgin. So that means she probably, you know, goes down on Murray from yeah. time to time. But then, um, Oh my god! And in this scene, the "Rolling with the Homies" song comes on. Yeah. And Ty gets upset and starts banging her head. On yeah, the table. on the table. Yeah. And Dion's sitting beside her, like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> <laughs> now, who is it who said "searching for meaning" in a Pauly Shore movie? Was that Josh who said that, or somebody said something about searching for meaning in a Pauly Shore movie? Oh, I did not write that down. I, I do remember that being said, but I didn't. I write just thought down, that was a great, a funny line. Whoever said that. Because the next shot that I, at least that I have, is where we're back at school. Mm-hmm. It's showing the skater guys, had pants halfway down. They're all wearing ball caps. Cher's talking about how they don't even bother to brush their hair. They just get out of bed. Maybe that was her talking about the, the, the <clears throat> skater guys. Searching for meaning in a Polly Shore movie. Yeah, maybe so. Now, this is where we're introduced to Christian, who's a new guy in school. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was wearing lipstick in the first movie, or in the first time we see him. Or he's wearing makeup of some kind, because he's this... Like ridiculously good-looking guy, very well, very well groomed, very well dressed, and, and he's Cher, a total douche. And Cher finally found a high school boy she likes. A high school boy she likes, yes. So she is, she is really going out of her way to try and get this guy's attention. She is. <laughs> he says, "You have nice stems." Yeah, nice <laughs> stems. Like he talks like a 1950s James Dean kind of guy. He even looks kind of like James Dean. Um, so she starts trying to get his attention by like sending herself chocolates and flowers so he can see how desired she is. Yes. So trying to like, get his do attention. Anything that draw attention to your mouth. Yeah. Uh, she invites him over for, for dinner or something. Well, no, first she oh, invites no, for, him to the dance. Right. She invites yeah, him to the, the dance, dance first. Um, and he shows up at her house and like Josh answers the door and he doesn't even wait for, for Josh to invite him. He just walks right, right. in. <laughs> Like, what Doors a open, going in, uh, and he's driving this hilarious little car. I think it was a Nash Rambler. It's a tiny little two seater convertible car from the '50s. So again, with the uh, with the, um, the the '50s motive mo- motif for this guy, um, and he asks her. <laughs> I love this line because he asks her, "You like Billy Holiday?" <laughs> and she goes, "I love him." <laughs> yep. <laughs> For those who don't get the joke, Billie Holiday was a woman. Uh, and then we get a scene, and I, I'm, I'm glad, I'm proud of myself for catching this. They're at a dance. There's a live band playing, and it's playing ska music. And I went, is that the Boss Tones? Yep. The mighty, 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 mighty Boss, boss Tones. Tones. Yep. And I was right. Yep. Now, Christian <clears throat> has to borrow money from his date to buy a beer. Like, what the hell kind of guy does that? Borrowing money. One, they're high school students. Yeah, and high school going student, to buy a going beer. To buy a beer. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, this is when Josh talks to uh, Cher's dad about going to the party to watch over Cher. Uh-huh. And as he walks off, 
the dad knows that Josh is also into Cher. Mm-hmm. And he gives this little smile. like, And I'm like, why would you be okay with this? Well, I mean, they're not blood relatives, technically. I don't care. If, I don't want my 15-year-old dating a 22-year-old okay, yeah, college yeah. student. 15-year-old, yeah, I keep forgetting that, that her age in that in this movie. Yeah, that would be weird. That would be very so weird. So I looked it up because I, I recognize the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones as well. Mm-hmm. But the only song I knew from them is that impression that I get. Dude, what sure. I'm not sure I know that one. What songs do you know about? I don't. I'm, I'm not sure. I just all I, I know the name, the Mighty Mighty Boss. Okay, because I have to look through their stuff and see if there's anything I remember. Okay, that's the only song I know, and it came out two years after this movie. Huh. So that's why I didn't. I didn't know them at the time I first saw this movie. Well, I didn't either. I didn't even know what ska was until someone introduced me to Five Iron Frenzy. I do not know that. Yeah, name. they're 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 a Christian ska band. Pretty fun. Pretty fun music. Then we get Sharon Krishner dancing. Ty walks down the stairs and immediately falls. Falls on her ass. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Like, oh my goodness. At this point, she sees Elton. Elton's all up on Amber because mm-hmm. she's not. He's not interested in Ty. He mm-hmm. wants Cher, but she's not interested in him. Yeah. So he's moved on to the redhead. Um, and at this point, the singer of the Boss Tones does the worst crowd surfing job I think I've ever seen. He tries. He jumps off the stage, and they just kind of like push him back up on the stage. <laughs> Oh, and uh, a note when you said he went to buy the beer. Uh-huh. All these women are trying to talk to Christian, and he's, and he's like pushing them away, pushing them away, talking and, to the bartender. And at first, you guy. think, oh, well, maybe he's he's maybe he's trying to stay true to Cher. But well, that's what, what Cher says. That's and, what she's right about him. this point, I wrote the night. I wrote the note. Pretty sure Christian is gay. Oh, okay. Um, which he was. We, he, we find out he was. He, he finds out later. Um, as seeing this as a twelve-year-old, I did not see it. So mm-hmm. obviously now you watch it, you can yeah, pick now, up like, on those. Like things. when I was when I was that age, I remember. I think the first movie I ever saw that had gay characters in it was probably Mrs. Doubtfire, but okay. I didn't know what I didn't know what that was. Right. I didn't know guys. I didn't know people did that when I was a kid. Um, so I, I'm, I'm at this point. I'm getting frustrated. I wrote, "What is the point of this movie?" with like four question marks behind it. <laughs> It's like, does this movie have a plot? Is there anything that's supposed to be happening that we that we can follow? Did you watch any teen comedies growing up? Like, was that? No, not really. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I I was really a cartoon guy. Like, okay. even even when I was like 10 and 11, and all my friends were were moving on to were to other stuff, I was still watching a lot of cartoons. You know, like I I I knew how to set my my VCR to record Timon and Pumbaa. And stuff like that when I was a kid. Um, I've definitely got some teen comedy to show you. And I'm wondering how you're going to do. Because teen comedies are... That's what it is. A lot of it is teens living their life. Yeah. And they're going to parties. Well, yeah. They would call that slice of life nowadays. And I guess that's kind of what Lady Bird was, maybe. (laughs) I still haven't seen Lady Bird. I was like, I haven't seen Lady Bird. We'll have to watch that one. Um, So Josh starts dancing with Ty. mm -hmm. He's being nice. Mm -hmm. You know. And Josh, no, he looks over and notice when Christian's supposed to be dancing with Cher. Mm-hmm. Cher's just dancing on her own. Christian is focusing on this guy because yeah. Josh gives him a look like, "What? What's he doing?" <laughs> yeah. So he he's starting to see it. Yeah. Um, and and we get an, another conversation between Josh and and uh, Cher after the party's over, and they're watching Ren and Stimpy, and you actually hear Billy West as you know as um, Ren. Doing his something about you idiot. So I, I I love Billy West to death. You know he does a ton of the voices in Futurama. So just hearing his voice in this movie made me go, oh, okay, all is right with the world. <laughs> now she's talking about uh, getting a guy's attention and cooking and or ba- having something baking 
in the oven oh, yeah. whenever he gets whenever he gets there. And she just takes this log of cookie dough, doesn't even cut it up into cookies, just plops, plops it, it on this tray, <laughs> like slides it into the into the oven. And when Christian shows up, he's like, "Is something burning?" She's like, oh, oh no, the cookies. <laughs> and yeah, pulls this, like, it looks like a fireplace log by now. <laughs> he pulls this thing out. And uh, she mentions, you know, that, that he brought over a couple of Tony Curtis movies, Some Like It Hot and Sporadicus. <laughs> Sporadicus. I'm like, that's oh, Spartacus for the rest of you Spartacus people that know what that movie who don't is. Know. <laughs> now, I have never seen Spartacus. I would like I to know. watch it someday. I just know it's a really long movie. Is but it? it? Yeah, it's supposed to, be, supposed to be really long. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those movies that was written by Dalton Trumbo, and I would really like to see it. Okay. So this guy, at this point, I'm like, I'm like, okay, Christian is totally gay. Definitely you, gay. You got that based off those movies? Well, yeah, because I think... Because um, I don't... I don't. I guess I don't I know... I think it. Spartacus actually has, like, a vague homosexual element to it. It, it does? I between Tony Curtis's to character yeah. and Michael Douglas, or Michael... Uh, is it Michael Douglas? No, it's not Michael. Not Kurt Michael Douglas. Douglas but, Kurt Douglas. Sorry. But is it his character? I think it's his character. Yeah. But I didn't know that was in there until I looked it up. Oh, really? I've never seen it. Well, again. I remember. Okay, remember in um the show The Critic, John Lovitz, yes. The Critics. They, they they made some jokes about Spartacus oh, in that, okay. and there was a part where Tony Curtis says, "I love you, Spartacus." Oh. Okay, so I'm guessing that's what that was. I got you. And then some like it hot is about two guys who spend the entire movie dressed as women. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I have seen some like it hot. They Nobody's were doing perfect. it for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, they're doing movie. it for very different reasons. They were trying to keep from getting killed. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> then we get them. They're on the bed watching. Cher's trying to play footsie with Christian, mm-hmm. and he looks at her like, "What are you doing?" She tells him her feet are cold. So he just puts a pillow on him. Yeah, and then I, something happens. Like she tries to scoot closer to him, or she something. She turns over on her side. She's trying to look sexy uh-huh. and rolls and off rolls the off bed. the bed. Just clonk. I thought that was so funny. She really is clueless. And then she gets up and asks, "You want some wine?" Yeah. <laughs> like my goodness, these kids these ki- drink. Yeah, they and drink a lot for for underage. available to them all the time. Yeah, for teenagers who are underage, yeah, they drink a lot. But of course he's saying, "No, don't you think wine makes people feel sexy?" <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of like, "Yeah, that's the point, you idiot." And then and then you get what he does next. This is where he plays the, "Oh, you know what? I'm tired." Yeah, I'm, I'm tired. I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> So she's just kind of like, what the hell just happened? Because, and then we get a friend, and then we get a um, a shot of her. It's a scene of her in the car with Dion and Murray. Oh, before that though, oh, yeah. Th- after she he decl- he declines. She says, "You want some coffee?" And he's like, "No, I got the ulcer." Yeah, I got the ulcer. Like, who? Well, what teenager has the ulcer? And then she's like, "But you had all those, uh, was it cappuccinos?" And he's like, "Oh, but that's mostly just foam." <laughs> yeah. So on the on this next scene, I, I had to laugh. Uh, this might have been the best part of the movie for me, but they're in the car with Murray and Dion, and she mentions that she, and Cher mentions that she was into almost in, had sex, with almost Christian. had sex with Christian, no. and Murray's like, "Are you kidding me? No, not even close." He, he's a cake boy. He said he's a cake boy and a friend of Dorothy. Oh no, no, I got the whole thing. He's a disco dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding friend of Dorothy. He's gay. Yeah, he's gay. The only reason I know the term friend of Dorothy is because of an episode of the IT crowd where they went to see this musical that was called Gay. It was just a gay musical. And there was this one scene where this guy's just singing, I'm a friend of Dorothy. I'm a friend of Dorothy. Okay. See, I, didn't I, had, to, get I had to look that up. Dorothy yeah, apparently part. a friend of Dorothy was like, used to be like code for... For uh, you know, if you asking someone if they're gay, like, are you a friend of Dorothy? Oh, 
So what's the Oscar Wilde reading? Like, what did he write that? Because that's oh, the, I wrote did... the quote down, so I'd have it. I don't. I'm not sure. Like, what makes someone who reads Oscar Wilde gay? Um, I love that when Cher finds out, she's like, "I feel like such a bonehead." A bonehead. Because, yeah. Because when she when he says it, Dion, it clicks with Dion. It was like the boy does know how to dress, Cher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Oscar Wilde wrote wrote the picture of Dorian Gray. Have you have you heard of that? Have you heard yeah, that story? I've heard okay. of it. I remember. Um, um, that's about the only one really? on so, his on his list that I really know. So unless I heard that wrong, but I listened to it three times to make sure I wrote that. Quote no, down I'm pretty right. sure you got it right. I don't know why someone reading Oscar Wilde would be yeah, I guess that's seen as gay. Hmm. Um, so. <laughs> Oh, and, still and then driving. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The, still driving, and they accidentally end up on the freeway, and they're just freaking out. Oh my god, we're on the freeway! Horns are uh, horns honking. are honking. All did, these. Did you see the old lady? Yeah, the old lady flips <laughs> them off, and uh, all these bikers are passing them, and this big and they're truck. They're going around on both sides. Yeah, they're like going they're around on both sides. Yeah, I don't know. It's like they, <laughs> like oh, we're on the freeway. And, and then I lo- did. Did you? I don't know if you thought of this. I did. The eighteen wheeler comes up right on her tail, uh-huh. honking. I was like, it reminds me of Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah, it does remind me of Terminator 2. Um, and then when then I was like, they're only on the freeway for like not even a minute. And then they get off and like, oh, oh, thank God. And, then, and like Dion and Murray start making out like, I love you so much. And, and Cher, Cher makes the note that uh, this is when Dion loses her virginity. Oh, it took that scare, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, and then she has this line. She says, getting off the freeway makes you realize how important love is. <laughs> <laughs> like wow is driving in 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 la really that bad yes it, it, it must be i haven't not, been there since i was a kid but it must I, be. I drove in la a few years ago and i remember i had to follow my sister-in-law and this is the first time i'd ever we'd rented a minivan uh-huh. and i'm in the the hov lane uh-huh. going about 90 to keep up with her and i still got people on my tail holy i shit. was like and, and what's bad is you'll all of a sudden be going 10 and then you'll speed back up to 90. And then you'll hit another traffic and go 10. And I'm like, I do not like living. I would not want to live out here. I couldn't drive like this every day. No, I couldn't either. That's one of the reasons I'm glad I can do voice acting work from my home. So I don't have to live in L.A. <laughs> um, so now we get another scene with Ty. What's this next scene? I, um... All right. So we're, we're at the mall. The first thing we see is Cher and Christian are now shopping buddies. Mm-hmm. And we find out Ty has met these random guys. That's right. What this that, is. That's what it was. Yeah. And she's like sitting up on the rail. This is a second floor. You know, mm-hmm. this mall is second floor. Mm-hmm. She's sitting up on the rails talking to these guys. And she's asking the guy, if I fail, would you catch me? So these guys think it's funny to dip her Pretend backwards. to push her. Yeah. Push her backwards. Yeah. Which I'm like, and Ty screaming at them, but she's also smacking their hands, and I'm like, if they if they let you go, them, you are gonna die. Not gonna be good. Um, so Christian runs over to help. He mm-hmm. pulls her back up. He pushes the guys like asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so Chris, Christian, yeah, at least knows. I love the way he overacts this thing because he says asshole, and they're like, we're just joking. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny. So now, uh, now by by that next day in school, everyone is talking about how Ty almost died, had a near death experience. Everyone is sitting around her at the lunch table. Now all of a sudden, she is popular, and, and Cher is not. And she's disgusted by Travis now. Yeah, he comes to talk, and she's like, no. she's like, no, I didn't. Like, yeah. And at this point is when Cher finally has her moment of realization that maybe Travis isn't such a bad guy because that's yeah. how she was towards mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. you know. So then uh, while she's while she's still having this thought, she has to go take her driver's test. 
And this part was hilarious because she is driving in the middle of the road. And well, well, her main concern is finding the perfect outfit to right, take the driver's right. test. In. She's like, I can't take my driver's test in this. And she, and uh, she talks to her to uh, the the maid. I forget what she what her name was. Lucy. Lucy. She right. Says, and Lucy says something. She's like, You know, I don't speak Mexican. <laughs> and Lucy's I, like, I am not a Mexican. <laughs> I'm just great. like, She's from El Salvador. It's a whole other country. <laughs> she's like, You get mad if people don't think you're from Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, she's on this. She's on this in, on her driver's test, and she is driving in the middle of the road. The poor guy from the DMV is just. You can see his nerves are just shredded. She almost hits a guy on a like, bike. Oops, my bad. Yeah. And then, like, she he tells her to pull over or something, and he and she sideswipes this car, and she's like, should I leave them a note? <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, just pull over. Turn here. Pull over. And he, he's like, he says something like, um, she's like, can I do anything she, to? This is like, how did I do? And he, this uh, one yeah. says, you can't park. You can't switch lanes. You can't make right-hand turns. You damage private party property and you almost killed someone it's not very good <laughs> and she's like can i start over <laughs> i have a lot on my mind right now yeah i'm and upset she, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she asks him something like are you really important at the dmv can you make like decisions and he says this line's like sweetheart as far as you're concerned i am the messiah of the yeah. dmv <laughs> i love that line um so she goes back home, ties mm-hmm. there with Josh. Mm-hmm. She wants to bring over this box of stuff she wants to burn that she kept from Elton. Right. So, like, one is the towel he rubbed her head with when she got hit in the head. Yeah. Because I don't think we mentioned after she got hit in the head with a shoe and they lay her on the table, she immediately sits up and hits this giant light bulb. Oh, yeah. Too. Right, right. I remember that. And then it's also a cassette tape of mm-hmm. Rolling with the Homies. Yeah. So this jo- this shoe box has these two items in it, because that's it. Because when yeah. she gives her the cassette tape, she's like, don't burn that. <laughs> yeah, two items from one night that she is burning. She's burning these memories. Um, so so this is finally causing Cher to have some introspection, you know, some introspective view, think, thinking about herself and how, you know, is, 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 is she really concerned with what's important? She's walking down, I guess it's probably Rodeo Drive, you know, all these really high-class, high-dollar high stores. Well, hold on, before that, because oh. you get a classic line when Cher and Ty are talking. Oh? Yeah, because, uh, you know, she's talking about how she likes Josh. Mm-hmm. Shares, of course, doesn't disappoint or doesn't think that's good. She doesn't think they're a good fit, as she put. They don't mesh well. Uh-huh. And Ty, because this is a line I always remembered from this movie. Ty tells her that you you're a virgin who can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, way harsh, Ty. Yeah, way harsh. Yeah. And uh, then you get to take the walk while yeah, all and by she, myself is playing. Yeah, all by myself is playing. She's having all these thoughts about maybe I'm not concerned with what's important. Maybe, maybe blah blah. And then maybe I'm totally maybe clueless. i'm totally clueless and then she walks past this one store and the, and the inner monologue goes "Ooh, i wonder if they have that in my size <laughs> and, and comes out with a shopping comes bag. out she with a shopping bag yep. and now she is suddenly deciding that she's into josh yep she's thinking there's about this, him. she's thinking about him she's talking about all his bad qualities uh-huh but then she's like wait i'm totally in love with josh yeah and as she says this the fountain's going off in the background yeah 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 it's like that that moment of clarity so she starts deciding she wants to be more active about, you know, caring for others. And she starts some, they start talking about this Pismo beach disaster. And I'm like, I actually Googled this. Like I can't find anything online about a Pismo beach disaster, but she's like donating all this stuff, taking all this clothes out of her closet, donating her skis. And her dad's like, sweetheart, I don't think they need snow skis in Pismo beach. <laughs> and, uh, 
So we we uh, she's at the uh, actual the drive, the, the actual the drive, yeah, I the actual stuff. You know, she's and, got all these boxes filled up. She's mm-hmm. like, I forgot how did she arrange them? She's like, I got them separated. By, I can't remember what she said. I can't remember what she said it's either. But I know Travis comes up and starts donating stuff. He has a he has a bong, a couple of bongs that he's donating. Yes, and she's like kitchen wares. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He apologizes for ruining her shoes. She's like, oh, that's so last semester. Yeah, or, or, or like, last season or something. Yeah, I think it was last season. And he's like, yeah, but it's part of this. This There's so many steps. This program, she's like, 12 steps. So he's in high school in a 12-step AA program. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> now, and then we, we see... Some, I was like, how how did we get here to this the scene of the, the 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 teachers from earlier getting getting married? Oh no! Did first, I miss something? No, yeah, yeah. Okay. First, before that, we go to the uh, skateboarding league thing. Oh right, right, right. Cher right, runs right. into Ty, mm-hmm. and this is where Ty gets back into Travis. Yeah, because she is because Travis is doing the half pipe. You know that that is a very nineties thing to do. Yeah, and still before the. So then we get Cher with Josh. Remember, then the other lawyer's there, not her dad. Right. They're going through those phone calls, and Cher had marked the wrong one. Right. That was it. And and the lawyer starts going off on her for being such yeah, an he's idiot. Like, he's like, he gets mad. He's like, just go back to the mall. Yeah. You know, and she gets up, goes up to her, up the stairs. Josh defends her, mm-hmm. tells him just to go. Yeah. That guy says he's going to call in or whatever. Yeah. Josh goes up, tells her. He tells her that he shouldn't be doing this work either. He tells her just to go have fun, go shopping. Mm-hmm. And of course, now she's like, "Oh, is that what you think? I'm just a ditz with a credit card." Well, judging from what I've been watching of this movie, I would say yes. <laughs> He's like, "No, you're young and beautiful." And then of course, she's like, "You think I'm beautiful?" Yeah. And then, ugh, then they start, <laughs> they start kissing. And I'm just yeah. Like, I don't know. I just I can't get past it. I guess. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't even occur to me the, the age difference between the two characters when but, when I was watching this. But then you cut to the wedding scene. Like, well, you know what happened next. As if. I'm only 16. Right, right. Well, you do a lot of other stuff that normal 16-year-olds don't do, so. So, yeah, this is the wedding (laughs) of. She says, this is California, not Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, man. But, uh, so yeah, this is the wedding scene of the two teachers from yeah. earlier, the um, um, Mr. Hall, and Mr. Ms. Hall Geist. and Mrs. Geist. Yeah. Um, Travis is there with Ty. Mm-hmm. Gym teacher's by herself. Yeah, wearing her wearing her suit and tie. This teacher has got to be the loneliest teacher. She's got Cher and Dion as her bridesmaids, along with a couple other people. Yes, Cher and Dion oh, are yeah. in the wedding as okay, bridesmaids. Okay, yeah, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they must have been uh, must have been pretty lonely, and. Uh, the movie ends. They they throw the they throw the bouquet, and of course, Cher catches it. Well, course, they got a pool going. Yeah, they you got know, a pool Josh going. Josh told her see. it's up to two hundred dollars. Yeah, she's like, it's in the bag. And one of the other bridesmaids, I don't know which one, but I read it, is actually the director, Amy, oh, really? Amy Eckler, and she okay. played one of the bridesmaids, so that they have more people. Okay, <laughs> I love that the the people catching the uh, bouquet, Cher, Dion. Ty, all high school students. Amber, another mm-hmm. high school student. Lucy, Cher's maid, for some uh-huh. reason, is at this wedding. Yeah, a gym teacher, and then I guess the other bride. I guess the other one would be Amy Heckerling. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> so Cher gets it. That's the movie. That's the end of the movie. The movie ends with her and Paul Rudd kissing. Her and her and Josh kissing. <laughs> this may be the most pointless movie I have ever seen in my life. And I guess, yeah, you're right. I didn't watch a lot of teen comedies when I was a kid because, you know, when I did become a teenager, that's when stuff, that's when I started getting into like action movies and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, I never really had a teen comedy phase 
for me. Like what what were what were some of the other teen comedies you really liked? Well, I think when I was probably at, actually at a teenager, can't hardly wait. Mm-hmm. This is a good one I like. Uh, I didn't get into like the she's all that and those types. I did. Go, I I remember. Oh man, this was a fun fun day. My sister was on a date or wanted to go on a date with this guy. She's all that was showing in theaters. So me, my sister, her date, and my mom and dad all went to see this movie. And I remember just going, "This movie is so stupid." I had no idea what was going on. I didn't see that one. Uh, other than that, it's a lot of mine are R-rated teen comedies. Like The Fast Times of Rich My, mm-hmm. rated R. Porky's is a teen comedy, rated R. Yeah, but Porky's is from like the 80s, isn't it? So it's Fast Times of Rich My High. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like one's coming out. I didn't, I mean, Clueless and then Can't Hardly Wait was 98. Mm-hmm. So those two are probably the only ones that I can think of right off the top of my head from the 90s. Yeah. So. When did Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo come that out? That was probably about 2000. Okay. I didn't consider that. I didn't teen... see that one when it first came out. I did see it later. And... I'm not going to say that's a teen comedy, though. Yeah, you're not? Okay. Uh, it was just so. a comedy. Yeah, I think so. Just a raunchy comedy, I would I'd say. Yeah, I... Did you say steak? <laughs> <laughs> that was a damn good movie. It's probably one of my all-time favorite comedies. Um, so, yeah. Not a whole lot for me in the way of teen comedies especially teen comedies from the 90s. Was this a horrible, bad movie? No, it wasn't. There was good acting, at least. You know, Alicia, Silverst- Alicia Silverstone played the part very well. She played this clueless, ditzy blonde very well. Um, Murray was great. He was he was funny. And Paul Rudd was probably the best part of the movie for me. He was. I agree. This is what, I, I like Paul Rudd. I've seen a lot of Paul Rudd movies, and it started with this one. This was the first time I saw him. I'm going to have to go back and look through his IMDb and see what other movies there are, because the only thing I think I've ever seen him in besides this and Ant-Man is Wet Hot American Summer. Well, you've definitely seen him in, you watched Halloween 6. When oh, yeah, yeah, all. yeah. That, good Lord. No, I didn't see that till much later. I didn't see that <laughs> oh, at this geez. point. but He was terrible in that movie. Yeah, for some reason, I saw Halloween 6. Way late. Uh-huh. Like, I saw Halloween H2O in theaters, but I had never seen Halloween 6 when I went to see it. Okay. So. Well, you really could have skipped three. You didn't have, yeah. You, 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 you could have skipped together, four, five, so. and six and gone straight to H2O and been just fine. Yes. Um, so, that is Clueless. That I, I can say I have seen this movie. It has been an experience. <laughs> will I ever watch it again? Probably not. And if it happens to come on, I will probably still stop. You'll and, probably still stop and watch, watch it. That's it perfectly fine. It, it was it was a movie from your formative years. Yep. A movie for for me, something like that would have been, I don't know, The Rocketeer was one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. Um, a movie that I would just always watch if it came oh, no, on did TV. Did you have a movie? Like, I know you watched a lot of. You said you stayed in cartoons for a while. Mm-hmm. So did you have any movies that you watched where you had crushes on any of them? Was that not a thing for you? Um, When I saw Batman and Robin, I did think Alicia Silverstone was hot in that. Okay, because I, I, I know I watched I liked her in this. As younger, I liked her just... <laughs> this, is, this may be too much information, but I loved the Broadway musical Cats when I was in this, probably in this age, you know, 12, 13 maybe. And I had the movie of it, the VHS. Now, it was not a movie like the one that's coming out. This was like a video of the stage production, basically. Uh, I, and there was one character played by an actress named Joe Gibb. And was that, this is like the only thing I've ever seen her in. And I thought she was just the hottest thing ever. So, yeah, I had a, <laughs> I had a crush 
on one of the actresses from Cats. Was she dressed as a cat in the movie? Yes, she was dressed as... Well, I mean, it was her in a skin-tight bodysuit, yeah, with cat paint on her face. So, that may say more about me than I want it to. I don't know if I'm a furry or not. I don't think so. Pussy is pussy. (laughs) I think... I think this has gone on long enough. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that was clueless. Gonna... I can say I, I'm pretty sure uh, my IQ dropped by the end of the movie. <laughs> I like there was this ringing sound in my ears for the first half of the movie, and it took me a while to figure out. Oh, my brain cells are dying. That's what that is. As if thousands <laughs> of voices cried out at once. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You, you may find something that's really worth watching. Unfortunately, this was not one of them. So we'll see you guys next time.